definitely human. Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is the spoken logbook of Cornelia Cavendish, Entry 7 on the Loch Ness Monster, Part 1. It has been almost four years since I returned from the horrible events in Hong Kong, and I had not expected to use this logbook again. But my retirement from public view has been recently interrupted, and I find myself compelled to record the events of my life once more. After Hong Kong, I resolved to spurn all contact with my erstwhile companions and to have no more to do with the occult. It has taken so much from me and brought me only misery. But still, I find myself drawn to places of occult significance. Sometimes I will go for a walk and find myself at the Masonic Temple in Covent Garden, or a book will fall from my shelf, and picking it up, I will notice that it is the Golden Bough. Only last week, I tripped over a crystal ball in the hallway, and yet I continued to refuse the calling of the spirits. Joy's brush with cholera had a galvanising effect on us. I was powerless to help her and had to rely on the work of the physicians in Asia. I saw how easy it would be to lose her, just as I lost all my other family, and I could not bear the thought of it. Over the last few years, I have devoted myself to completing Joy's education. I must ensure that she has a rich and full life and does not succumb to the attraction of the occult as I did. But now I find myself once again pulled into the murky world of the supernatural, Yesterday, a strange man came to my house. It was a foggy night, and the street lights took on a sulfuric aspect as the London vapours deepened. There was a sharp knock at the door, and opening it, I found a haggard old man, his face half hidden under a wiry grey beard. He wore shabby travelling clothes that reeked of tobacco. Good evening, he said. Mrs Cavendish, I presume. Indeed, I replied. How may I help you, sir? My name is Phineas Walton, and I come with a proposal, madam. While I am not in the custom of entertaining loose wayfarers in the middle of the night, something about him piqued my interest. I invited him in, and he seated himself meekly in an armchair by the fire. It may seem strange to admit this, but I am a monster hunter. Across Europe, I pursue local rumours following the trails of various beasts. Admittedly, when I do find them, they turn out to be merely the escaped inmates of community zoos. But this time, Mrs Cavendish, I feel I am onto something far more important. He lit his pipe, and the drawing room air stiffened with smoke. I have heard tell of a beast up in Loch Ness. In the depths of those mysterious Scottish waters lurks a gargantuan creature of prehistoric character. I am determined to capture that creature. 
I had heard talk of such a beast myself, of course. Sightings had been reported for many years, but I had dismissed them as the drunken fancies of bored fishermen. And what do you need of me, Mr. Walton? I asked. You seem to have lost your way. This is not Scotland, and I am no prehistoric monster. I used to be a shipmate of your husband's in the East India Company. Brendel Cavendish was a respected captain, and his untimely death was a tragedy that will stay with us forever. I apologise for speaking his name like this. Clearly I have caught you off guard. I mention it only in demonstration of my esteem for your family, madam. The truth is, I need your help. I have heard of your interest in the fringes of science and natural law. Someone with your experience would be a great advantage on my Scottish expedition. I am afraid your information is outdated, Mr. Walton. I am retired. The world of the supernatural has no place for me anymore, and I venture you would fare better alone. Your proposal is appreciated, but I must respectfully decline. I understand, Mrs. Cavendish. And yet, I must beg you to reconsider. He sighed and tapped out his pipe. I am in an unfortunate bind. A man called Archibald Hamilton, who has tormented me these past years, has publicly called my reputation into question. Foolishly, I've taken up his challenge to produce evidence of the Loch Ness Monster in four days' time at the Royal Caledonian Hunt Club. In these desperate circumstances, I would have gone to Brendel Cavendish for support. Mrs. Cavendish, will you take pity on me? Will you do me the honour of allowing me on a Cavendish expedition once again? I must confess I was moved by his entreaty. I do not know whether this so-called monster hunter invokes the name of my dear Brendel cynically, or if he is a man of his word. But it has been decades since I heard another man speak his name at all, and notions of family weigh heavily on me of late. And so I decided to return to the world, at least for a moment. Thus, I found myself, almost 24 hours later, in a motor car travelling from Inverness to the famed Loch. I was met at their camp by Mr. Walton and shocked to see a sorry crowd of flimsy tents squatting beside the edge of the lake. Clouds of black insects choked the air around scattered trees, and only the feeble campfire was immune, though the smell of smoke was hardly much better. It was a scene of barbarous improvisation. Surely I am not expected to sleep here, I asked. I'm sorry the accommodation is not what you are used to, Mrs. Cavendish, but it is comfortable at least. I looked at the four crewmen who were to be my staff in the hunt, slouching next to the fire, holding tin cans languidly in their cloddish hands. Comfort, Mr. Walton? Comfort? A lady disdains comfort. Comfort is for the lazy and the unambitious. If I am to lead this expedition, then this is where I shall start. And so, mobilising my righteous fury, I ordered all the tents to be washed in the lake and all the insects smoked out of the area. As the men grumbled through their chores, the twin lamps of another motor car swung their focus across the campsite. From it stepped a lanky man with a pinched face, wearing a rather ostentatious suit and gold pocket watch. Oh Christ, it's Archibald Hamilton, said Mr Walton. Flanked by two lackeys, he sauntered up to us. Oh dear, your tent looks rather wet, Phineas, he said. Couldn't afford to clean it at home. No, this is standard procedure, actually. You wouldn't know, of course. You've never had to survive in the outdoors, have you, Archie? So, I interrupted, you are the miscreant twit that has challenged a graduate of my late husband's enterprises. Well, you shall rue the day, sir. Oh, Phineas, he replied. I didn't realise you had availed yourself of the help of a scatterbrained old woman. Does she even know anything about the supernatural? She happens to be an expert. Do not take our current discomposure as weakness, Archie. Mrs Cavendish and I are on the hunt now, living by our wits. 
Well, half a living's better than none. How dare you, I cried. You sniveling wretch. When Mr. Walton and I confront you in the Royal Caledonian Hunt Club with the captured Loch Ness monster, we shall make you eat your hat. Oh, I look forward to it. He wheedled. And with that, the blithering fool withdrew, leaving me fuming at his arrogant audacity. I paced around the camp for some half an hour to exhaust my outrage before finally succumbing to tiredness and retreating to my tent to record this log entry. For now, I shall sleep, and tomorrow, my investigation will begin in earnest. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.